When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, just really quick, wanted to remind you about our Patreon page. For just five bucks a month, you could support the show, and we really appreciate anyone who supports the show. But along with it, you get two weekly bonus episodes, plus access to all sound analyses we've ever done for Kanye. Um, if, and if you're going to join any week, this is the week to do it, I would say, because Chris has a pretty entertaining and revelatory story about Clay Z um, on Tuesday's episode. And if you don't know who Clay Z is, all the more reason to join our Patreon page because, wow, what a wild ride he is. Um, so, yep, patreon.com slash Kanye podcast. Uh, otherwise, enjoy the show. Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. So keep your love. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome to Watching the Throne. A lyrical, uh, to take that back, a presidential analysis of Kanye West. <laughs> My name's Chris Lambert. My name is Travis Bean and... I don't know. I don't, I don't got much to say. I'm just sitting here drinking some coffee. Is Has there been a lot of Kanye news lately? Oh, there has been just a little bit. Oh, okay. Could you, you want to inform me, uh, enlighten me to what's been going on the last couple of days? Yeah, you've been, you've been head down writing all those Forbes articles, killing it. Yep. And uh, Kanye, meanwhile, has been busy himself as we had two major events and the first being an album announcement finally Mm. uh, a second one i guess because he had already announced god's country but it seems god's country got scrapped wait 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 hold on kanye announced an album then took it away and renamed it and is waffling back and forth on what the title of the album is going to be and when it'll come i don't i don't believe that it is an unusual change of pace yeah for the (laughs) <laughs> most uh, organized artist of all time. <laughs> and are we going to be talking about that track list? Not in this episode, right? No, this episode's track list. Oh, this episode is. Oh, okay. Yeah, fun. Okay, we're not talking about the president stuff. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, no, president stuff. That's the other news that happened uh, this weekend. <laughs> Kanye had a campaign rally that went about as well as you would expect at this point. Um, uh, yeah, I saw a few tweets, I saw a few headlines, and it all pretty much kept in line with anything that ever happens to Kanye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was uh, as dramatic as the response has been. What's not dramatic is that it's just par for the course. <laughs> uh, so let's talk album, because that's the happier thing to discuss. I would agree. Yeah, uh, so Kanye tweeted out, new album Donda coming July 24th, hashtag 2020 vision, which this seems to be the renaming then of God's Country, which we had first heard, I think, start of March. Um, Mm -hmm. 
or end of March that God's Country was going to be a thing. No, May. May. Um, Time is fluid with Kanye. Yeah. Time is fluid in COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the fact that it already got like the the swish and waves treatments and Donda took over. He, I think the name we know was coming from a song because the a few days before he had tweeted out a video of his mom reciting the lyrics to KRS One song "Sound of the Police," and it's like a two minute video and you're just hearing Donda talk for like a minute and you kind of fall into just what the video is and then all of a sudden music starts and Kanye starts rapping and you realize that this is new Kanye Mm. and that this is a song called Donda that he's just attaching to uh, this video. And we got, I think like 30 to 45 seconds of the song and people were really vibing with it. It had like an immense late or college dropout, late registration throwback vibe to it in a way that, I know people often say songs like 30 hours feel like college dropout or like no mistakes feels like college dropout. I never really got that. This legitimately felt more like college dropout to me. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. It, it's a completely separate because, you know, something like 30 hours, like it has the vibe of college dropout, but it has like, like new school futuristic production of like, you know, new Kanye. This legitimately, like you could have, you could have copy and pasted this onto College Dropout and it would have fit. Yeah, 1,000%. So people are really excited about the song and what that meant for the album and the fact that it got such a good response. I don't know if Kanye saw that and decided to like run with that energy or just was feeling that energy and decided to rename God's Country. I mean, we can see on the track list there are 20 songs that God's Country still exists on the track list. So it doesn't seem like that song got scrapped or the concept got scrapped just that the album, much like with the life of Pablo got renamed. (laughs) I was just about to utter those four beautiful words, the life of Pablo. I mean, this is, this is all that happened the entire time, like track was constantly changing. And guys, I know he said July 24th, the album's coming out. I can only assume it isn't coming out then, which means like, (laughs) we're going to see this track list fluctuate so much between now and then. And the entire time, yes, we will be speculating about, about, what any of it means so just today uh charlamagne the god had his radio show breakfast club and he was talking about how he had called kanye yesterday after the campaign rally Mm -hmm. and that as far as he was aware i mean he kept saying that the album's coming out on the 24th he has an album coming out on the 24th like the other hosts were talking about like you know, Kanye is going to say that this is a mental episode, blah, blah, blah. And Charlamagne is just like, he has an album on the 24th. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what this is. Like, this is marketing. And you know, the same way that, like, a lot of us have speculated, like, how serious is this? How much is this just Kanye grabbing media right. attention and spotlight before an album? But Charlemagne was pretty convinced that the album was still coming out. Though, at the same time, like, I'm sure Charlemagne was convinced that whatever he heard in 2018 was going to be coming out and then god i mean like i'm just sitting here i'm sitting here shaking my head and not in a bad way like i want Kanye to take his time with it if it doesn't come out this week like it's no big deal it means i have less work to do honestly i have a little more time to prepare like that's great but it's sure the charlotte made the god feels like i'm still just kind of like it's not no it's not happening i want it to happen trust me guys i want it to happen but I will be, I'll be incredibly surprised if it drops this week. 
Yeah, I I don't know how the campaign rally affects the album release because I feel like it was the TMZ interview that caused Kanye to scrap whatever that album was going to be, Love Everybody or Love mm-hmm. Everyone, and brought us to having Yay and what we ended up getting. This was another event that felt, or at least is getting attention on the level of that TMZ interview. And I wonder if that means that Kanye will just be better equipped to handle it and go forward with what he wants to come out with, or is just like, all right, <laughs> here well, we you go. Know, Kanye, like, like, like you pointed out that happened with Ye, you know, he put in like the Drake lines and, and so much changed with Ye because Kanye's always like crafting an album in the moment now, like gone are the days where like everything's planned out like there's a set track like like it's just fluid with Kanye he's always like rapping about and singing about what's happening to him in the moment and crafting a narrative alongside like what he's going through it's it's just the way it goes with Kanye and I mean that's yes. partly why I love dissecting the new album on the first day because like you're getting this like snapshot of Kanye on this specific moment in time and and as long as Kanye you know is on the campaign trail stuff is happening in his life like as far as i can tell the 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 release date can keep changing because he's going to keep updating it with whatever the hell's going on <laughs> yeah that's i feel like that was the same thing kind of with jesus is king as he was getting more energy from people and exploring things he's just like nah a little longer like yeah. a little longer i mean that's the same reason it felt like yandi did it come out either right he had the idea he was moving forward with it but as events started unfolding he just started changing what <laughs> what yeah. Yandi was going to be in entail. Wait, honestly, we are. I know people get mad that he's not hitting the release dates he puts out, but like we are blessed to be super fans of somebody like that. I think because Kanye is like it, he's like crafting an album like in the moment with you. Like he, Jesus is King was done. Like I went to the listening party, I heard the songs, and like he's making decisions and uh probably making like mentally thinking about like what else he could do with the album based on like how people are reacting to him and the vibe he's getting from people like that's what we get from kanye and so it's just you just never know i mean we can pray and hope that it comes out this week but you just never know when i talked with uh the world famous tony williams kanye's cousin uh he was telling me (laughs) he was telling me that one of the things he comes from like the the live music rock and roll scene right he always had a band was performing with a band and he said one of the things you got to do in that side of music is workshop songs in front of a live audience sure and really hone them and craft them and you know that this song works that people engage with it when you put it on the album but that in hip-hop a lot of the time you're crafting the song before anybody hears it and you're never getting a reaction from the public until the album comes out and just how different that mindset is mm-hmm. and it's funny then you talk about like the uh jesus is king experiences experience that you got to go to i wonder if Kanye's taking a little bit of that idea and kind of running with it like i'm gonna play these songs to people all right i got the energy how do I, I mean, like, hopefully. what do I do with it? Yeah, I'm going to hone some things. I'm going to fix some things. I mean, I'll put this out to Kanye right now. Come back to Chicago and have another listening party. I'll be there. I'll report on it live. And 
you can then listen to the show and adjust the album as you see fit. I like that idea. Uh, my one amendment would be come to Austin. Mm. Um, I, you know what I'm thinking? He comes to Chicago <laughs> first. It's his hometown. You gotta, you gotta be fair here. So he comes to Chicago first, performs it for me personally alone. It's like a solo <laughs> show. Then he flies. I fly with him to Austin, where you and I can then watch it. How about that? <laughs> seems balanced and fair. Yeah, I mean, it only seems fair. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, will we get it? I, I hope so. But let's get into a little bit of the the track list for the album. Just a little bit of it. We're not going to go all the way through the track list. Let's see how we feel. Okay. You know? It is twenty twenty songs, <laughs> so we may get tired. And also is it knowing really us, oh my god, yeah, knowing us, we may talk for two hours about just the first ten. <laughs> So uh, I, I want to say that that's hyperbole, but it could very well happen. Yeah. Uh, it kicks off with Donda at the top. Um, How which, do you feel about that song, by the way? Wait, I really, I really liked what I was hearing, especially he had that moment about like, um, I wish I had the specific line, but he like said some things wrong and they rubbed it in. Mm. And just this idea of like how, efficient he is at capturing the fact that he's not perfect but how much people drag him for those imperfections and the amount of vitriol he receives for the things that he like says and like doesn't even do i think that's like one of the things like there are people that put him in the same they're like kanye is as bad as r kelly and you're like what Like, how do you even put those two in the same level? You may not like what Kanye said, but, like, R. Kelly was, like, a monster that tortured women and, like, abused women. That's not the same thing that Kanye has, like, annoying opinion. Like, opinions you find annoying, right? Right. Uh, Wild. So the fact that he just captures the intensity of response and reaction to him which is something that's very like almost childish with the like rubbed it in and he's talking to his mom and the songs about his mom. There's something mm. very human and classic Kanye about that when he's able to take something very big and serious and make it a little bit more like poignant and childish in the mm. best of ways that really I think brings out the emotion of it. Yeah, I mean, obviously we don't know if Donda will be the first track, but I mean, the fact that he has a song called Donda, like I know he's son about his mom or God, I don't even know if, if he has like directly. Yeah, he definitely has. But like there hasn't been a song really about Donda, like about her, I would say since 808s. Like you, Father Stretch My Hands, yes, but like a, a song about Donda, about what her death meant to him. And like how it changed him like kanye's entire career if you wanted to really paint a narrative of kanye through his albums through his art you could look at donda and the power she gave him the confidence she gave him on those first three albums and then what's happened to him ever since her death from 808s my beautiful dark twisted fantasy all the way up through jesus is king like kanye has slowly been rebuilding that support system that he lost with Donda. He felt so alone and we've seen him, you know, find Kim, then become a father and then 
become a fashion icon. Like he's slowly building these these parts of his life that are giving him that confidence that Dottie used to give him. And I would say all the way through Jesus is King, where he finally gets back to God, you know, the height. He is he's back to his spirit, you know, his faith, his his spirit is back, and he's like whole again, and he's ready for this next step. Having a song called Don just seems to make so much sense. Like he's not that he's ready to move on. Like I don't know if you can really move on from something like that. But this song to me seems to capture like like I'm finally going to fight for everything my mom did. You know, like he talked about on uh, uh, Jesus Walks. Jesus Walks, right? Am I making that up? About uh, at the sit-in? Um, uh, no. Um, no, Never Let Me Down. Yeah. Never Let Me Down. Um, sorry out there. I know I got some marks on my Kanye scorecard there. But yeah, just like get <laughs> like I, I feel like this is like this next step for Kanye. Like as he becomes a dad, as he comes out, goes out to the world and tries to make a difference. I don't know. This song just feels like it carries so much more weight than anything he's put out in a while. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, an emotional context there that's so personal. And as you explained, like, carries so much legacy uh, that it's going to be pretty fascinating to explore just for, like, not just as, like, a song in and of itself, but what it means to the artist, right? Yeah. And then just, like, and just who he is at his in his existence like at the campaign rally he broke down crying thinking about his dad wanted to abort him and he might not have existed if his mom hadn't fought for him like she, she at this point in his life like she just means so much um and then i guess only one i can imagine a yes, listener being duh. like only one only one only one like yeah only that would one. be but a big one s- still there was something about only one that as much as that brings up donda and there's something really powerful about and cathartic about having that conversation with her about his family. And I don't know if it necessarily gets into. It's almost like there's a sentimentality to there that's really refreshing and nice, but, you know, isn't the total package of the the ups and the downs, the grief and the lows that he's dealt with regarding yeah. that. So I don't think it's like the ultimate statements on his response to his mom, but it really was a cathartic song. Yeah. Right. Uh, well then you follow Donda up with 24, which I'm so dumb. When I made the YouTube video going over the track list, I was just like 24, who knows what it means. It could refer to 2024. <laughs> and then immediately after I like hit end on the video, I was like, Kobe, Kobe, <laughs> Kobe. Um, or it could stand for July 24th <laughs> or it could stand for July 24th. <laughs> 2020 but yet yeah, to start an album off with just a song dedicated to his mom who has passed away and then to kobe bryant who has passed away yeah it's definitely an emotional way to start an album yeah um which i mean people may not know i'm sure most do if you're listening to this podcast but kanye and kobe were pretty close i think since like 2000 10 2011 whenever kanye did that uh commercial <laughs> uh for the mamba mentality oh, love um it. and then kanye would kind of rock kobe jerseys and um attend lakers games and there was just a definitely a mutual respect and connection between the two of them yeah mm. uh and then jay-z actually 
am I making this up? Um, Probably. A written testimony, the J Electronica album that's mm-hmm. really just like a Jay-Z forced J Electronica to make an album and filled in <laughs> all the gaps that J Electronica left. Uh, the last song on that album, I think, carries that loss that followed and the grief that followed uh, Kobe's death. I just always find it fascinating that... Kanye and Jay-Z always tend to still orbit each other with the content that they make, even if there's still not a direct response to them. Even in the interview that Kanye did yesterday Mm -hmm. uh, before his South Carolina rally, he talked about how he'd like Jay-Z to be his vice president. And the girl, the host, uh, Kaylee, I think her name was, asked him if he had talked to Jay-Z about it. And Kanye's like... You know, I haven't talked to my brother in, and it seemed like he was going to say like years or however many years, and she cut him off, unfortunately. But yeah. uh, so it seems like there's a distance. But you look back to Big Brother and Kanye talking about like I had a song with Coldplay, then the next thing I know, Jay Z has a mm-hmm. song with Coldplay, and I think that's kind of just persisted that they do that to each other because you look at. Uh, whatchamacallit, um, when Kanye released Bound 2 and had the video on the motorcycle, right? Then oh, when right. Jay-Z and Beyonce are releasing the Carters, they do a motorcycle-like uh, scene that recalls in some way Bound 2, even though the scene is out of the movie Tukey Buki, mm-hmm. which, okay, fine. You have that, like... <laughs> uh, you have a little what's excuse there or mm-hmm. like it allows people to I'm blanking on the word completely uh, <laughs> benefit of the doubt. It ha- <laughs> they have the benefit of the doubt with the Tukey Buki reference, but then Kanye for the Donda video where she was reciting KRS one, he used clips from Tukey Buki. <laughs> Almost um, saying to Jay, like, I know what you did. Yeah. Like I, I, I see you there. <laughs> I see you there. Um, and then with the Carters, when they did, their song Ape Shit, it yeah. seemed very much like a callback to In Paris. And they actually even filmed the music video in the loop. Like they're in Paris yeah. for a music <laughs> Like there's just little things like that that keep coming up where you see them kind of be in conversation with each other, like working with similar people or like using the same foundation for an idea. Yeah, you know, geniuses think alike. Right, right. So brotherly competition persists. Yeah, um, I enjoy it. <laughs> the third song we have, I feel terrific. Oh, should we talk about the, the font here? Yeah, I was actually just thinking that too, as I said, said that, um, do you like the font? I think it's cool. I, I admittedly don't know much about font. I didn't take typography in college. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I, I guess I think it looks cool. Yeah, and you may remember the famous Kanye tweets, uh, sometimes I get emotional over fonts, or sometimes I get emotional about fonts, and (laughs) Kanye's just always been an aesthetic guy, right? He cares about visual aesthetic and how things look, how they sound. Um, So leading up to the announcement of the track list, he had tweeted out a bunch of font stuff like this is the future font the ftr font uh he wasn't including vowels (laughs) 
in the the mm-hmm. name but he just showed like the alphabet and then some numbers roman numerals and all these kind of sticky notes of the font and you're like okay cool and then all of a sudden the track list comes out in that font yeah <laughs> well you got to nail down the font before you put out the track list it makes sense to me <laughs> right right i think it, what's crazy too is it's all handwritten by kanye and the fact that you can just write in a font is weird to me yeah i've never really thought of that that's man that is such a kanye thing to do like no one no one writes like Kanye because Kanye writes in a font he made up. Like it's it's the most <laughs> Kanye thing to do. That's incredibly Kanye. Uh, so I feel terrific. Uh, could be taken very straightforward, or it could be viewed a little bit with some layers and irony to it. A Kanye song? I don't believe. <laughs> it seems like it might be something going against haters or critics. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, you, it kind of reminds me of like, I love Kanye. Like it, it means like 15 different things as you listen to the song. Like, wait, who loves Kanye and who's seen it? Like, uh, okay, forget it. Like it means 15 things. <laughs> right. And also makes me think of, I thought about killing you and just these like very mental reflective songs that talk about his mental state and how he's feeling about himself and just in general. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just an interlude track and it's just audio of him jumping in a bounce house with North and Saint. Sounds fantastic. <laughs> I would listen to that on loop. <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, the next song is called Future Bounce. So uh, you mispronounce that. It's F- Future Bounce. Future Bounce. <laughs> Left off an E. <laughs> I like Fitur that. Though. Bounce. That's, again, a very kind thing to do. Uh, which just sounds like a, I don't know, like it's going to be a futuristic beat. Or he's got future on the song and this is his way of squashing the beef with Drake. Oh, what a weird way to squash the beef with Drake is just to have future on a song. (laughs) Or I guess I could uh, heighten the beef. Heighten the beef? Oh gosh, that's the name of my memoir. (laughs) Heighten the beef. (laughs) Travis Bean's story. I mean, uh, beef, it's what's for dinner, needs a new sl- slogan, I imagine. I like it. Uh, so you have, I feel terrific, then future bounce. I guess that could be like, I'm bouncing on the future, like vibing on the future, mm-hmm. like him just stating kind of his, uh, where his point of view is at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then keep my spirits alive, or keep my spirit alive, feels very religious. Yep, that one seems to fall in line pretty well. You know what? That's one thing I love about this is that, you know, we've heard Donda, we've heard Wash Us in the Blood. And you and I have talked about this, but like for a bit, we had this idea of like, oh, Kanye's just making gospel music now, which is a dumb thing to think because Kanye always makes a different sounding album every time he puts out an album. Um, But I'm really curious to see how a lot of these religious themed songs are going to sound because like i imagine it's not going to sound anything like jesus is king and that's a pretty spiritual title like that and lord i need you and yeah and i've heard up from the ashes and that's a pretty like you know choir driven song yeah uh i hope it's a spectacle a kaleidoscope of sounds (laughs) and we get lord i need you next which also very religious uh, and then off the grid feels like closed on Sunday 2.0. <laughs> it's just a song about Wyoming. <laughs> I mean, it very well could be. 
Uh, and then you get skrr, which oh. could also be skrmr. Oh, yeah, it could be. Yeah, but I, I love that. I, I say skrr constantly. Like, if I'm just bored, I'll just go skrr. <laughs> That's good. I, I guess it is skrr. A U. Like, every oh. time I turn a corner, <laughs> I have to skrr my way around the corner. You'd audible every time i just imagine you like driving your in-laws around <laughs> they're like travis make a left and you're like skirt skirt and they're like son what was that and, and i do like, it the whole time i turn skirt <laughs> oh beautiful uh so skirt i mean it just makes me obviously think of driving cars but specifically following off the grid i think about all is fucking vehicles in wyoming like he has <laughs> 10 sherp tanks and then uh like a whole other brand of like atv vehicle yeah. and then a fleet of ford raptor trucks so he's pretty loaded out when it comes to vehicles yeah hmm. uh, i also have to before we move any further i have to point out something kanye did which i understand this is something i used to do when you know, back in the day when you would burn CDs? Yeah. Like, and you would have to, like, make your own track list and you would write out the track list. Sometimes you start the font way too big. And as you get further and further down the shitty paper, you <laughs> tighten up the font. <laughs> and you see, Connie made the classic mistake of, in God's country, that, that's way too big. You got to start shrinking it right there. Yeah, right. He starts condensing everything. It makes me think of the John Mulaney joke where he's like, you ever, like, trying to write happy birthday and you're just like running out of room you get to the end of the line you start over and then once again you're like big ass b and then oh no like little y that's exactly what happened to kanye yeah uh so we have in god's country coming in at track one two three four five six seven eight nine hmm. which uh yeah makes sense but then it's followed by god's country do you think that's in god's country and god's country are two separate songs uh a title and a subtitle two parts god's country is indented underneath of in god's country yeah i would imagine that it's either like a two-part scenario or it's like a low lights highlight scene where you get like an intro and then like the song yeah um, Donda and 24 are also um, kind of indented. Donda's a little bit more left. 24 is a little bit more right. Mm. But then the tracks beneath 24 are mostly in line with Donda. I saw people speculating, actually, that it was going to be two albums or like two halves. Uh-huh. And <laughs> the front half was Donda. <laughs> and then the second half was In God's Country or God's Ooh. Country. That's a good, I like that theory. I was just before you threw out that conspiracy theory, I was about to say like, this is like, this is fodder for Kanye stands. Like you we're we're talking about the spacing of songs on track lists to try to like, just uh, figure out things about Kanye's album. Like we're, we are just so thirsty for Kanye music that we're making up anything to make this make sense. (laughs) Right. Like he hasn't really ever done anything where you should read into it this way but at the same time it's kanye so yeah you can't keep us guessing right but it would like i really like the idea of a longer album i just 
there's something about like the energy of the life of Pablo or uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, just those epics that I really enjoy. And as much as we talked about and praised the seven song uh, tracks and how powerful that can be in terms of just how graspable the concept is mm-hmm. and how easily listenable it is to get through the album in that like 20 to 30 minute span. At the same time, I'm ready for like a full 40 to 60 minute Kanye album again. So the yeah. idea that this could be two separate albums is, I mean, and that could be like God's country and like Donda could be Jesus King too. And God's country could just be God's country. I think it's also Kanye uh, keeping us on our toes because, you know, he saw that we only had a seven episode season for yay seven episode season for kids. He goes, he's finally like, you know what guys like time to go back to work. 20 songs, <laughs> get to it. Take half a year. <laughs> it probably, it will take half a year because some of these songs will undoubtedly have a two part episode. Right. Right. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how long they're going to be. But you have In God's Country, In God's Country. If it is two albums, then you would have Donda to In God's Country, I think, be the opening mm-hmm. one, which would be nine songs. And then God's Country to Hurricane, which would be the final 11, which nine and 11 is much more in line with the albums Kanye has released since 2018 uh, rather than 20. So he could still be on that like shorter album kick. Mm-hmm. Or all of this is a wash and he's going to put out a completely different album a year from now. Just as speculating. I here, as I sit here staring at a wall, having <laughs> nom-like flashbacks. Uh, um, so God's Country is followed by Welcome to My Life, which also feels introductory, right? Like that feels like the title song. Yeah. Um, it sounds like... Uh, I don't know. It sounds like a sitcom. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my life. (laughs) I'm Kanye West. The second half of the album is just skits. (laughs) Could you imagine? Turns Um, Wash Us in the Blood into a skit. So what's the deal with washing? (laughs) Why do we do it with water? Why not blood? Yeah, I think you should go ahead and just write the second half of this album. Kanye. I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld, a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think I can write the skits. For the what are the chances that Kanye is a Seinfeld fan? 100%? Yeah. Can we go above 100? Yeah, yeah, please. Okay. Probably over 100. <laughs> um, so, Welcome to My Life, which kind of makes me think of Follow God. Uh, just because so much of follow god was like life like this is what my life like mm-hmm. uh and riffing on benny siegel's song beanie siegel song um what you call well, i think i called him benny oh <laughs> but i didn't hear beanie that siegel. but i hope you did <laughs> wow uh <laughs> what was that what was that song oh um something about light right uh, dark. Oh light. no! What's your life like? What's your life? Oh yeah, duh. The the line I'm thinking of has to do with dark and light. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I just made me think about that, but it feels like the opening track to an album rather than 
song 12. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, and then Up From The Ashes, which uh, I heard back during the when we got videos of the Jesus is King experience, mm-hmm. but I haven't listened to it since. I haven't either, but I remember really liking it. And it was, I always remember that was one like people always pointed out and were upset that it wasn't on the final track list. Yeah, it seems like redemption for some uh, Jesus, King, and Yandi songs, as we'll yeah. see. Um, was that your favorite of the ones that you heard? No, Salah was still like the one that I was like, oh shit, like this is going to be epic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then we got Television, which seems like sharing a vision about, I don't know, I guess sub sandwiches. Probably. Uh, then Wash Us in the Blood, which, again, we've determined is a skit on the album. Yes. I mean, I know we've heard the song and everything, but I'm pretty sure Chris and, Ryder, Chris and I are right about this one. <laughs> uh, and then Everything, which I, I love the idea. <laughs> Do you know where I'm going with this? Uh, no, I'm here, though. Give me. I love the idea that you remember, like, Nazir. Uh, the Nas episode from 2018, he has mm. a song, Everything, that features uh, Kanye singing. Yeah, that's right. I like the idea that Kanye is just like, that's my song now, yeah. <laughs> and puts it on his album, raps, <laughs> raps Nas's verses verbatim, and uh, that's it. It's just on the album. I, I was just laughing because <laughs> it just seems like the most obvious con- so- title for a Kanye song ever. Just like, everything. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> right like what should we call this one uh, everything it does like have uh, a a kanye power to it, like ultra light beam. like it, it encompasses like so much yeah there's a grandiosity about everything because it's everything you know yep like, you hit the nail on the head when i was a kid <laughs> oh, here I, we go uh, everybody get ready you got to you got to meet david at my wedding yeah. um he lived up the street from me and we would get into like annoying fights and like yell at each other and like fight each other and then leave and then be best friends again the next day <laughs> like we were like punching four. fighting sometimes oh good we were like four or five years old and uh one time we got in like a huge fight because he kept making me and like we lived opposite ends of the street right and it wasn't a giant street like a quarter of a mile at most but <laughs> I he had me like walk over to his place and then told me to go back and get one of my toys. So then I walked back and got the toy and then walked back and then he told me he wanted a different toy. So I walked back and got the toy and walked back and he wanted a different one. And I did that like three or four times before I finally got like really angry. I don't know why it took me that long to get really angry about that. <laughs> But I told him no, and he started yelling at me, and I started yelling at him. And I still remember, as he was calling me, like, stupid and dumb, having this epiphany of, like, oh, I know what the best insult of all time is. I know it. And I looked up at him, and he was standing on, like, the... There was, like, kind of a staircase going up to a walkway leading to his... The front door was on, like, the second story. It was a Mm. duplex. And he was standing on the balcony, like, yelling down at me. And I yelled back up at him. I was like, yeah, well, you're every name in the book. (laughs) (laughs) 
I thought you were going to call him a booger face, but that's pretty good too. No, yeah, no. You're, I mean, booger face, I did because that's in the book. Yeah, you're right. right? Like, yeah. he's every name in the book. But you also so called him God. What? Well, he's, you said he's every name in the book. And... Oh, God. <laughs> it's blasphemous. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking like the insult book. Oh, well, you didn't specify. So, in retrospect, that's not a very good insult. No, yeah. I mean, it was, there's a lot of flaws. Yeah, you called like him concept. smart, accomplished, funny. Which <laughs> <laughs> is pretty good for a five-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, so everything. I called him everything. And it means that I called him nothing. And and again, you, you wrote the second half of this album. So this skit is just about that experience, right? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> it's, it's just, it's North and Saint reenacting a script you wrote out that uh, details this experience yeah like i uh, north david saints me and just i i narrate i'm like i went down the street and when i came back david said <laughs> north's like meanwhile another toy. the entire country who's listening to the album just like what the fuck is this yeah no I, I think it would hurt me when we did the best Kanye west song tournament deathmatch <laughs> extreme six thousand, and we have Everything go up against low lights and low lights wins. <laughs> Everything becomes the new standard for like the lowest of Kanye's lows. <laughs> and it's all because of you. I try to slander liftoff and people are just like, no, everything. Liftoff's a great, liftoff instantly becomes everybody's favorite because they know you hate it. Yeah. 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 Also, everything. Okay. Uh, and then we have New Body, which. Like, what a journey that song's been My on. God. Like, what is that song going to sound like? I don't know. Apparently, uh, there's speculation Nikki was still on it. Then some random ass Twitter account said Nikki's not on it. There was a version of the song that leaked that didn't have Nikki. But then it was going to be a Nikki-only song at a certain point. Hmm. So I've, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, him and Nikki have stayed pretty tight over the years. So I would imagine she'd still be on it. Yeah, I would like her to be. I don't know. I liked New Body. Yeah, it's a great song. Of what we've uh, heard <laughs> And then we have Hold the Love, which uh, sounds nice. It, it could be Hold the Live. <laughs> I did think that at first. When or, I first looked at it, I was like, Hold, is it hold the, the Line? Li- is it Hold the Line? Hold the Line, Ben. We have the enemy cavalry driving down on us. He just uh, goes into like a World War One. <laughs> like, I mean, you could see both cases because uh, Jesus is king. He got pretty antagonistic in his spiritual warfare. But at the same time, he could just be saying like, man, hold on to the love. Like, just grab onto it. Don't let go. Yeah. I like the idea of that. Especially you think about like following new body and kind of like the self praise that's going along with that and. The uh, at least at the time he was talking about the positivity that's supposed to be part of that song. Mm-hmm. So the idea of like having that uh, empowerment, holding, going in to hold the love. Mm. Hmm. Uh, then we get praise God, which feels. I don't know what that very one would be about. <laughs> Uh, I think it's one of those anagrams. Like you're supposed to rearrange mm. the letters. 
Okay. So it's probably, oh, I know what this song's about. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's, <laughs> never mind. You know, that G kind of looks like a Q. Could be praise quad. <laughs> it could be praise quad. <laughs> I uh, I don't even want to, I don't even want to say what I was, I was going to go I, with. I would prefer you didn't. <laughs> Okay. You want to say it so um, bad. I, I really do, but I really don't. I'll tell you afterwards. I'll tell All you right. afterwards. And, then if, and if I think it's suitable for the podcast, we'll, we'll splice it in at the end. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <laughs> if, you okay. Don't, if you don't hear it splice in at the end, that means it was unforgivable. Like it, we, This show would have been canceled if Chris said it. It's just like... You're like a 13-year-old, like, you make everything, like, graphic. Mm. That that sounds like it would fit right into the show, then. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, so Life of the Party is the penultimate song, which I got to say, I was disappointed that L.A. Monster wasn't listed here. I can only hope, and it's my only hope... (laughs) that Life of the Party is somehow a renamed L.A. Monster. That'd be cool. Yeah. I would like that very much. Um, hmm. Or but it's I another if... skit about one of your frat parties. <laughs> it could be that. Uh, what's the... Who's the famous, like, clown or the famous... Uh... <laughs> oh, God. John Gacy? No, not the... <laughs> With clown serial Oh, the killer. other kind of clown. Oh, Bozo? Like a fam- famous like mime or something. It's just that famous story about like the clown is in town to do a show and the shows are sold out and he goes to the doctor and he's like, doctor, I'm sad. And the doctor's like, what are you sad about? He's like, all these things. My wife left me, my blah, 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 blah. And the doctor's like, well, you know, I got just a cure for you. You should go see the famous clown that's in town. He's hilarious. And he's like, but doc, I'm the clown. I feel like life of the party is that. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that track is just he's going to copy and paste this podcast and everything you just said into that track. And that's what the track is. If this album's mostly about me, it'll be my favorite Kanye album. It's it's really weird that Kanye just made an album about you without telling you. Yeah, I get it though. (laughs) Honestly. Yeah. Uh, Watch it. Like I make it this like big sad thing and it's just literally like, I'm the life of the party. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then we get hurricane. At the very end, which... Uh, I have a Hurricane theory about was the a... song. But I want you to go <laughs> Hur- ahead. Okay. Hurricane was uh, supposed to be on Yandi initially. I believe it was initially called Hurricane, then renamed to 80 Degrees, or was 80 Degrees renamed Hurricane, or just like both came out when looking at the lyrics. Uh, so that was something that a lot of fans were really excited about, that had listened to the leaks and really wanted a CD-quality completed version of hurricane interesting did anyone point out how hurricanes misspelled lots of people pointed out how it was okay. misspelled. my theory is it's not misspelled and that this is yet <laughs> another skit where michael kane turns into a hurricane and wreaks havoc on the united kingdom uh that would be uh 
pretty amazing. Do you know the the trick with saying Michael Caine's name the way Michael Caine says Michael Caine? <laughs> no. <laughs> you say Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Yeah, you're right. It works. Michael Caine. Wow. Yeah. Or it's a song about Herman Caine. Yeah. Uh, I did see somebody speculate that it's like Cain and Abel. And it's going to be getting at something like he's Cain in the story or like uh, that. I don't, I don't know. How does Cain spelled though in the Bible? C-A-I-N. Yes. See, that's why I think it's Michael Cain because you could call it Hurricane <laughs> without the E and it would still spell Hurricane. That's true. You're onto something. But that also means it can't be about Herman Cain, which is kind of a bummer because a skit or a song about Herman Cain would be very much welcome. Perfect. It'd be the height of hilarity. But it seems, uh, looking at some of the lyrics from Hurricane, uh, seasons changing, summer starts to leave, autumn falls on me, fall, winter, and spring. Um, which actually Kanye had an album that was going to come out following 808s called Spring... Summer, winter, f- I don't know, what was it? It was a winter sequel to Vivaldi's Four Seasons, right? <laughs> I think so. I yeah. think it had to be. It was like summer, fall, winter, spring, like something like that. So to have the seasons come back. Oh, uh, 80 degrees warming up for me. I feel deep. I fell deep, sunny, have to leave. Open my eyes and see. We will float over water, leaning into shore as we make our nirvana sacred, so pure. Lift up the child. I know we will. That was Aunt Clemens. And then Kanye comes in. I chose not to be a slave. Uh, Drop the wave runners. Now we run the wave. So it's just the one verse. But it would be interesting if that's, uh, I mean, if it carries that energy into the album and concluding the album. That would be pretty. I, I mean, again. Kanye could save himself a lot of work if he just copy and pasted what you just read and just made that the song. Yeah. Again, that would be fantastic. Fantastic. I, My favorite album. I, I, I forgot to ask. When when you told your friend he was every name in the book, uh, what was his reaction? Uh, I'm pretty sure he said something like, You're even more names or something. Oh, wow. That's tough to do when you have named them every name in the book. I know. It was something that was just like very like insult judo. Yeah, right. Like without missing a beat, he just <laughs> took what I said and like turned it back on me. I was like, ah, oh. no. Uh, you know how it actually how it actually ended, though? He came down off the balcony and uh, I picked up a rock and I threw it at him. Oh, God. He had, like, rocks in his driveway. And I hit him in the head. And he just, like, went And you've down. been on the run ever since for manslaughter? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I'm risking bit. my life to tell this story. <laughs> uh, but his mom was, like, in the side yard as we were fighting. And she just, like... She saw it. She just hears, like, clunk and then sees her son, like completely collapsed to the ground oh my god yeah um and then we both like run up to him and like david 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 and 
he ended up being okay. Yeah, he put a little hair in his chest that day. Yeah, yeah. He's all the better for it. Mm. You know what a good um, comeback would have been to your insult because you named him every name in the book? He should have been like, well, you're every shitty name in the book. Uh, That would have been even more badass for like a (laughs) five-year-old. Wild. Uh, We learned a lot today. Mostly about you. Uh... Every episode, I get another piece of the Chris puzzle, and it's it's frightening but entertaining. (laughs) Well, as long as it's entertaining. (laughs) As long as it's entertaining. Anything else on the album? No, God, I hope it comes out this week. Though, like, there's like there's like a heaviness in me of like, oh God, it's coming, and like it's going to be a twenty episode season. Like, uh, but at the same time, like. I love doing this show. I love a new Kanye album. Like, I'm ready for it. All right. Then let's hit the ground running when this thing lands like manna from heaven. Mm. This is everything. Perfect. (laughs) You know, everything even has anti-vaccine lines, so Kanye might just literally Mm. repeat the song. Wow. This is, uh, I'm so stoked. Yeah. Well, until next time. Oh, do, do we want to say what the next episode's going to be? Oh, yeah. If you want to hear us talk about Kanye's uh, campaign rally in South Carolina, hop on over to the next episode. Yeah, Are we going to release these both at once? Like one Tuesday, one Friday? What do you think? I think just as soon as possible. All right. You know what to do then. All right. Well, then. Sayonara, Kanye fans. Yeah. Stay wavy. And I am And they ask me, they ask me, they ask me, I tell them Raise your glasses, your glasses, your glasses to the sky This is the last call for alcohol This is Will Friedle. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, where communities can be disconnected, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. They believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can help build a more connected community. Neighbor to neighbor, it takes a neighborhood.